The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He's Will Simmons, and he made it to the merge, he thinks. <laughs> and the first person in the batting order tonight is Spencer Kidley, our gracious host. And this is After Reality. It's opening day for Major League Baseball, and we are excited Woo-hoo. about that. We're also excited to be back here on the Mixed Bag Podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality fantasy the numeral four reality.com is where we're playing our survivor fantasy game right now with our good friend mr kenny browder and we're, we're excited to be back it's been i think three weeks since we were on so apologies survivor fans we we did the we did the premiere and then we skipped a few weeks but good to be back chatting with you we're going to talk survivor episode five we may do a little grab bag at the end with anything else we're we're talking or watching about and talking about and all the good stuff. But I'll shut up for a second. Will, <laughs> welcome back. What's the good word? Welcome back. Oh, you know, just gallivanting around the intermost uh, parts of Mexico and New Orleans for the last few weeks. But uh, back, uh, actually, during my Mexico trip. I ran into lots of Survivor fans. Uh, Kirk Inkowitz from our Survivor group that we're playing in. Oh. Met him in person. He actually, says hello. Actually not playing in that one. I just didn't miss it. I play the Big Brother one. He played the Big Brother one. Uh, anyway, he says hello. Uh, and also like just meeting a bunch of people that we get to talk Survivor. We had all missed the, the week before. Because we of the like, what if we missed? We're in Mexico. Yeah. And we all got back. And so it's been kind of fun to kind of catch up on it. And uh, also kind of reinvigorated, like watching the show because we started talking more about it, which, you know, like when you and I don't talk about it or we don't text Kenny or something like that, like it just kind yeah. of falls into the ether. Um, so this was, I feel like it's been a solid season so far. I've enjoyed it. I like the, the, the a lot of the people in it. So um, yeah, no, it's, that's, um, why, uh, that's it's, why it's always fun when you and I have a break. And yeah, then, and then we come back and we can't shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, much to talk about. <laughs> all right, um, I'm excited to dive in. Um, I guess before we do, uh, you want to let everybody know where they can find us online. Sure, can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them: Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Very good, very good. So we are like, as I mentioned before, five episodes in. So that means we've said goodbye to six people because we had the uh, the medical. Um, leave in the in the opening episode of of jackson and actually may have said goodbye to to more than that but anyhow we're we're at a unique spot a merge or at least the precipice of the merge with three even tribes i i think i read online today that this has happened either never or very few times there's ever been three tribes and even going into the merge. A lot of the times you go down from three down to two, but that's semantics. You said you're enjoying the season so far. Um, talk me through it. What are you, what are you liking? Who are you liking? And, and, and so forth and so forth. Um, I'm not liking Marianne. She's annoying the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Jonathan may be one of the best players uh, I've ever seen on Survivor. Just hands down how he can manhandle any competition uh, by himself. Um, Who do I like? Drea. I think I I really enjoying her. She had a really good week this week. Um, Who else? There's just been some good good storylines out there. Um, I'm trying to think who else I'm blanking on some people here. I like I, Mike. I like Mike. Mike kind of reminds me like Boston, like uh, some of the the rougher guys from the old school uh, years. Um, just kind of like he has that like he just has that roughness to him, but also he's a good guy. Um, I've enjoyed him as well quite a bit. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I Jonathan the the way that he has put his team on his back and done things his way has been very impressive. Um, I think the interesting piece going forward for him is going to be the the social part and mm-hmm. how how he manages that. We saw him trying to manage through that a little this week with Marianne annoying him and um just having to get up and walk away which is in my opinion the right way to handle that like if in- instead of saying something that is not going to be good just get up and walk away um but yeah him and mike are two guys that i'm really enjoying also like i kind of like Lindsay. she yeah. she's tight with jonathan kind of placates marianne maybe she is tight with marianne but it it seems it is maybe more she's kind of placating her. Yeah. My my one disappointment from the last few weeks was when Jenny went home. I was I was really high on Jenny. And and then they ended up in that in that tribal where um she's the one that went home on on when Daniel chickened out on high, right? And and they didn't want to draw rocks. And high is actually a guy I think we should really have our eye on. I like high. I think he's really pulling a lot of strings out there and controlling the game the way he corralled Lydia when she came back this week and really kind of hatched the plan for what the Green Tribe was going to do. And I want to get your thoughts on the guy who went home this week, Daniel, and the way he's gone about his business out there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Daniel started off like I kind of liked him. I was like, oh, this guy's a little more cerebral. He's a big fan of the game. And then you're like, well, you're going to sit out every competition and then you're going to try to like manipulate the people within the game because that's the only game you really have. And it's like, uh, and it definitely bit him in the ass because he. And then and it does bite you in the ass at a travel council. You fold all your cards and then we're like, oh, no, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Oh, we're good, right? We're good. We're good. You, yeah. you, you're not going to hold this against me. <laughs> like, yeah. Talk about backpedaling. Yeah. He just kind of, it all just kind of fell apart for him real fast, um, which was kind of sad because, you know, he's a cancer survivor as a kid and, you know, he's got this great story. Uh, and then like he knew, he knew how to play the game. He just, I mean, if you're not competing, I mean, you really have no say in a lot of things. And he definitely thought he had a lot to say. Um, though he wasn't competing, and then he goes swimming. Like the dude was just swimming. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. What a terrible choice to do that. I mean, obviously, it. I mean, I'll give him this. Probably being in the water probably is a lot less stress than lifting yourself up and doing like hardcore swimming. But still, if you're able to do that, you should be able to do some of these competitions. Yeah. One. Well, I mean, I if we're, I'll I'll take up for him for a second. When you go snorkeling, it's not like you're doing arm circles. No, um, you're no. just 
flippering along. He was doing the whatever. Is that a Singapore sling? I know Singapore slings. Are boring, <laughs> yeah. but what, what what kind of sling is that 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 shoots the the spear for the spear fishing? I, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the Singapore sling, the dingaling. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that movie? Oh, I, it does sound familiar. Yeah. Bar is open. That was Brian Flanagan at Cocktail uh, at Cell Block. Uh, <laughs> the barman poet and the, the, the yuppie poet on the bar. Sorry, I digress from Survivor to another island locale. Someplace I want to go way down in Kokomo. Um, sorry, I'm. <laughs> They, they haven't been on haven't been on the pod in three weeks. Got all kinds of things to say. Well, um, but yeah, to to put a bow on it before diving into this week's episode, like the cast of characters, I uh, think we have a good season in in flight. I'm curious what's going to happen this coming week, and we kind of can kind of tie it up later. But this is the point last season where they did the hourglass thing, where. Uh, I think the girl that ended up winning the game, Erica, smashed the hourglass, reset the clock for the week, which meant the people that were safe were no longer safe. And our and our guy Danny McCoy got really pissed about it. And and it kind of apparently there was a lot of fallout around that with the cast, like to where Jeff had to go to the camps and talk to the players, like, "Hey, you pulled the pulled the rug out from underneath us. This isn't cool how you did this." So wow. Hoping maybe they take that into account a little more. It's a two-hour episode next week. Yeah, two hours. It should be fun. So, anyhow, let, let's dive in. We're coming into this week, coming off the surprise vote, a surprise exit of Swati, Tori surviving to see another week, who she just keeps skirting by. <laughs> I don't know. Skin of her teeth. Yeah. And, and Rox Roy, who was blindsided by the vote. And let's. I want to. I want to. I want to get your thoughts thoughts on rocks like he he felt betrayed by the vote i thought he played it off well and he was like well hey like happy you guys sniffed that out thanks for looking (laughs) thanks for looking out for the team like uh, i'm okay with that like if that's uh, team i was like well hey that that was a pretty sharp way of playing that off but what do do you think make a rocks right uh yeah i feel like he's outnumbered by his own team at this point i mean like they he he definitely was kissing some ass when he got back there, just you know, like, hey guys, well done. But like Tori's not buying it. She's like, this guy is done. Like he's to- toast. Uh unfortunately, I we're getting some kind of merge, quote unquote merge next week of some sort. So I feel like people like him and like Jonathan, who don't have much support around them and they kind of stand out in their group, feel like there might be some trouble uh ahead for people like that, especially when the rest of your group isn't on your level, I guess you could say. Yeah, well, you mentioned Tori. She has already pretty much announced to, to us as the viewers that she's not rolling with her team when she's like, oh, s- strong four. Yeah, right. What do you, you think about her? I mean, she. <laughs> I thought she'd be gone sooner than this, but she's played it well enough to where she's not um, like in the way anymore, which is been good because that was she was in a tough spot um but no i I, honestly i think i think she's the kind of person if you give her more time she probably does pretty well because she can compete she seems to have a good way of navigating through some of the 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 
yeah. the engagements of the other teams. So like, ah, she stick around. She might be a uh, might be a power to I, be dealt with. I think she's sneaky dangerous in this. Yeah. game. Yeah, uh, making it to this point, assuming like she, we, we get to the merge with 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 her still there. Yeah. You talked about Marianne earlier. We didn't go too deep into it, but over at top, <laughs> pouring down rain. Marianne is bragging about her prowess at Mario Kart and her just diarrhea of the mouth, incessant talking, driving Jonathan nuts. Um, it's a lot of jibber jabber. Uh, yep. Is she- I'd kill myself. I'd actually kill myself. <laughs> it, she's ob- she's very extra. No question about that. Is she like the happiest person that's ever been on Survivor? Probably so. She just loves life, which is great. I mean, honestly, I I, do, I, I hate shitting on people that are this positive and this upbeat. But when you are at your wits end, you haven't slept, you're hungry, you're tired, you stink. You're like, just want a normal day. And you got her yapping and you're like, I have a hard, I have a hard time with people like that I work with. Like that guy, it's like, oh, like we used to work with some people uh, that in our support team where I'm like, if I have to end up in a one-on-one situation with them this is going to be at least 10 20 minutes of my time that i do not want and i need to get out of this fast i can i'm going pic- to have a hard time hiding it i'm picturing the guy i can't remember his name but i know i know exactly who you're talking about <laughs> uh, hey good yeah let's talk for an hour exactly and like honestly i'm a very nice person so i will always be nice to them but in the i'm literally fighting back losing my mind by nervously laughing and just like oh okay <laughs> And that's what Jonathan was just biting his tongue the whole time. Just don't. He played it smart too, because he knows if he says anything, he knows how it comes off, and that's immediately downfall for him. Yeah, he comes off as the bully. Marianne, she has an idol, has yeah. an extra vote, and she also is she the one that also has the the amulet or whatever that is. Do you, uh, Drea has the amulet. Do, can you remind me? What do you remember? What that? I is? don't. I don't. Cause she brought it up at the end of this episode. And I was like, what is that for? Was that, was that the thing that she and high got at the very beginning? I think so. Cause it was, it was Drea high. And then what's the other girl, Marianne's team. Um, uh, uh, Lindsay. Lindsay, Lindsay, they all got that first thing at the very beginning. So I wonder if that amulet was part of that. Yeah, so the obviously a new twist, and as I'm reading, the the answer is complicated. Um, it it you're you're right. High Lindsay and Drea were the ones that that okay. found it, um, given the opportunity to take this for themselves. Um, okay, I'm I'm remembering now. So it was during that competition. And oh right. Every time it, it, it like it changes what it means as the first people leave. Yeah, the longer you're there. And so all three of these people need to be back together for it to work. They have to survive for a while and then ultimately like maybe need to pick each other off. Yeah. So it's very nuanced what it is. Um, but it's uh if three play it together and it's an extra vote, if there are only two people left, it becomes a steal of vote if it, and it becomes an idol. If it's only one person left, all very significant plays in the game. So 
I, I kind of more to come. Not kind of. I had totally forgotten about that until this week. Mm-hmm. Um, let's Daniel. Nah, let's skip Daniel because I feel like we we've 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 already talked about him enough. But yeah, like biggest mistake of the episode. That's for sure. Going out and doing the spear fishing. It makes you just wonder. I'm like, is it? Is he just being careful? Because I get it. You just lost. You just it was just out of socket. You haven't had true true treatment, I guess, or PT, whatever you need to do for something like that, which is probably not much. I'm gonna but assume like, that's not the first time it's happened. Right. So it may not even be the only time it's happened out there. Right. That's like I feel like there's we're definitely missing some information here. But if he's gone on that water and starts swimming in it, like how bad does it hurt? I mean, I think water would be a good place to kind of exercise it to try to work out because it's just kind of lubricating kind of thing. But uh, what's going on, dude? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's a it's a it hurts to do stuff thing. It's probably more of a worry. Cautious, just cautious. Yeah, like you're protecting yourself. I feel like in one of the other challenges, I I they didn't say it, but I felt like I was like, oh, his shoulder's out of socket again. Yeah, it's possible. May, week two, or week three. Right. Doesn't matter now. Doesn't matter now. <laughs> um. No need to keep an eye on that any longer. At Ika, Drea finds the one remaining piece of the three-way immunity idol. She already knows that Marianne has, has said the rabbit phrase now twice prior, prior to this oh, one. Oh, so annoying. Yeah, it's just the classic tale of the classic rabbit, tale. rabbit in the mailbox. I will give it to her that she kind of made up a story to kind of tie it together. We're completely confused, everyone, but she's so nutty. It comes off as very... Uh, very real. <laughs> yeah, well, and so they go to the challenge, and she does her thing, and then Jeff beautifully tees up Drea. Is like anybody hungry? She's like, yeah. It's like the potato, and like the potato has skin. Like I have skin. Am I a potato? It's <laughs> like, oh, that was that was actually kind of good. It teed her up pretty oh, well. totally. Like not teed up at all. Like uh, soccer, soccer is a beautiful soccer game. Soccer makes me cry. <laughs> yeah. It's a gracious, it's a, it's a gracious game or something like that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, uh, this one's really awkward. Like, what about let, let's go back with the broccoli hair and and <laughs> yeah. a goat on astroturf from last season. Yeah, I mean, it does. Like, there were at least things if you said them in a certain way, which I think Marianne sold it enough. Or it's like, oh, okay, I guess I get it. You know, sure, but um, yeah, something. It's not completely so out there where it's like what like, the fuck like mike could have been a little more prepared and could have been like hey like yeah i don't think he was ready i think he was gonna he thought he was gonna say it yeah it's like jeff i i'm really enjoying this game out here and like it it really gets me emotional it's it's almost like the way i feel about soccer it's yeah such, it's such a beautiful game and yeah yeah right like you could have really like no. t- tied that e- in to easy the- for us to say it now <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, been sitting on this clue for like three weeks. I know, I know. He wasn't prepared for it by by no means. Spur of the moment. Well, hell, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go go for it right now. But uh, did you find this interesting? I, I'm a, I find it interesting. Marianne has told her entire team all the advantages she has, all of them, not- and she's seen the show. She's not oblivious. Is this a good strategy? I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> Same time, everyone knows what you have. 
Let them so know like, one of those things because right. they happen to see you get it. The the other two things, no. But it's like if they guess if they do know, they can't fuck with you. <laughs> like they literally are like, oh crap! Like we can't. If she gets inkling of anything, we're, she's gonna use one or whatever. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's a brilliant strategy or an ignorant strategy. I can't tell yet. She feels like a person though that you could really pull the wool over her eyes. Kind of, unless she's like kind of plays goofy until she has to get serious and she's like, oh, I don't know. There's a lot going on there because her and the little Jonathan spat that comes in later is like, well, what's going on here? But um, I don't know. Also, Mike has told several people about his advantage. Oh, uh, whole tribe, which yeah, which just three people at this point. Like, right. Only three people know about each of these each of these things but like if it doesn't get used before the merge then everyone's going to find out as soon as they get a chance as soon as they need to turn on somebody so i, I don't know i just i kind of find it interesting she was like so just brazen about like oh yeah yeah with, i got it with four tribes or three tribes of four going into the merge that's it's going to be interesting like to see how the votes lie like any chance we go for one week down to two tribes and then to the merge? I mean, anything's possible, I guess. Everyone's thinking it's this hourglass type thing. Yeah. Um we'll we'll see how it works. But at this immunity challenge, where all where they exchange these three things, they're like it's it's a done deal. But today's challenge, uh classic survivor thing, or you're you're racing over a net, you're untangling a braided rope. Remember that one. Um Machete, beanbags, targets, voila. And the blue team, Ika, very big lead for them. Green's right there with them. Jonathan's a winner's team. Omer, what was homeboy doing trying to unbraid those ropes? I don't know. There was I don't know. No, no sense of urgency whatsoever. No, I think he was trying to not it entangled them more but it just took forever the the look of frustration on jonathan's face. oh god he he's i think he's just kind of over his team i think so too which puts him in a tough spot but maybe not if no one can beat him at anything correct but he'll have to, he'll have to be perfect and probably yeah. he needs to go idol hunting he does he does yeah it's, and hopefully align himself with the right people. But Omer takes a while. Is it Omer? I think it's I think it's Omar, but they keep saying it Omar Omer. I don't know. It's That's, spelled Omer. Is it? Okay. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to the, the Chiron, but uh actually you're it, you're it is spelled Omar. I just looked at the website. <laughs> Busted. Um but the 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 tangling of the thing doesn't really it does set them back, but once again, once you get through it, the other teams just don't have a Jonathan it. on their team. Yeah. Once you get through it, you get the equalizer. Yeah. You had Tarzan on your team and a more buff Tarzan. Uh, <laughs> like, that was like one shot, one target, seemingly maybe two shots, two targets. Like, he saves Omar's ass. Uh, massive. Saves the whole team's ass every week. Massive comeback. Um, I mean, I think that ladder thing he did will be seared into minds of Survivor fans forever. 
Oh God, yeah. Like everyone else had to have have the thing like white gloved for them to finish it instead, and that dude does it on his own and is just like grabbing people by the back and pulling them where they need to go. Like just incredible. Yeah. Now the guy's crazy. Like the fact that he just against current drug drugged the whole boat across the damn ocean to get to the to shore. Like, okay. Great, amazing thought I just had here. Survivor people play on the challenge now, Will. Oh, yeah. No, he'd be solid on it. <laughs> he'd fit, very, fit in very well. He would be amazing on the challenge. And and hopefully it's the real challenge, not the spinoff Survivor am- Amazing Race Big Brother challenge that's getting ready to come out. Have you paid any attention to that? No. There's a CBS feeder show only challenge that's going to air. I I don't know if it's airing on CBS or if it's airing on Paramount Plus. Mm. But there, it's some of the people that we've actually, I don't know if it's anybody that's been on the actual challenge from those shows, but a lot of people from recent seasons of Survivor, Big Brother, Amazing Race, uh, um, guy that won uh, Big Brother the summer, uh, Xavier, yep. on, uh, maybe Kylan's on, a lot of familiar faces. Um, from from both franchises, don't really watch Amazing Race, but there are some people from there. Uh, there's actually, I think, some people from Love Island, maybe. Which, speaking um, of Love Island, um, I didn't catch it until late in the game, but Carl's kind of girlfriend on Summer House was one of the the main people on Love Island yeah. last time. Yeah. So, which she just loves herself some reality TV. Yeah. Not Carl, which we know Carl's not with her. Anyhow. Um, green goes to tribal. We know that. Uh, but at, at, at their camp, Daniel goes like very professorial, which he is a professor. He's, he's not a practicing lawyer. He's a law professor. I think at Yale, uh, oh. at 30 years old. Dang. And he's like, I, I want to have a one-on-one with everyone. On- yeah. Everyone in the class, I need a one-on-one. Uh, see what I can push, what agendas I can push here, particularly pushing Chanel. Um, everyone else wants him to go home. Uh, Mike High, Lydia are in charge. I'm not a big Lydia fan. If I have to pick people I'm not a fan, I'm not really into Lydia. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah. And filling, a, filling a need, filling a gap. <laughs> there was a summit walk, which... We don't need to talk about because nothing happened there. Nothing happened. <laughs> they didn't even want to talk to each other. They wouldn't even tell each other any information. It was fucking yeah. boring. <laughs> no talking, no risking your vote. They both came back. That that was rocks, and that was Lydia. Um, but Lydia comes back. I mentioned earlier. High scrambling gets her all up to speed. They're ready to go. It's either Chanel or it's either or it's Daniel. Um, which one? Which one do you want to go the merge with? Well, Chanel. Probably probably a little more trustworthy. Yeah. A little less flaky. Yeah. And we went to tribal. And and actually, well, I had someone I want to talk about it. I guess I'll wait until we talk about the votes. Uh, <laughs> did you think Daniel was buttering up Mike about lifelong friendship? Or he, Daniel, uh, totally. I, totally. I, I actually kind of thought he was sincere. I, I don't think he was insincere about it, but I think it was definitely much like a, Hey, buddy, 
we're gonna it's gonna be just fine you know it's like this together for life yeah 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 no i totally bought into it like and i was kind of i was kind of falling asleep at the very end of it too but i was like what like now he's gonna try to be his buddy like but at the same time i'm like i feel like this is I feel like he's a genuine person he uh and real and real person with everyone i just feel like he just misplayed the game uh well, he, sloppily he, he loved analogies good ones or bad ones but to your point his analogy the muhammad ali one about hey ali didn't punch people walking down the street yeah um d- he did that in the ring i don't lie to people or or just do what i'm doing here like i'm not insincere outside of this game i'm i'm a nice guy like i i feel like that's spot on um i don't think he's a bad guy um he ends up getting uh in this situation of two votes for chanel two votes for him one vote for mike and then did only two people got to vote the or I guess three people got to vote, not Chanel or Danielle. And we only saw two votes, so it must have been a unanimous 3-0 vote between by um, Mike, Lydia, and High. Is that your assumption? Yeah, that's what I picked up. Interesting how the votes shook out with Mike getting that one vote. Yeah, that was weird. That vote came from Chanel. Yeah. I think they had orchestrated this the right way i think it was actually very strategic what they did because in case a an idol or or something got played they needed to to safeguard a, a little by spreading the votes out there maybe didn't know there was going to be a, a tie but if like if daniel had played something um or I I guess in a scenario where they where they both played something that a vote needed to be on Mike for some reason I don't can you make sense of it I, I feel like there was some strategy here I don't I couldn't understand it because I, I, I watched the votes at the very end of the episode I was like wait she's on the block here and she's gonna throw a vote to Mike yeah I I feel like they must have all been working together and they we just didn't see it. They needed to have some strat. There's some strategy here that we're not picking up on. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. Although Mike was did seem a little like, "What you voted for me?" I know. Yeah, might have might have been acting. I don't know. I, I this I, I usually don't go like after the fact dig into stuff. I kind of want to go dig into this and and see like who can make sense of this for me. But anyhow, revote unanimous. Six person out of the game. Next time, drop your buffs, maybe. Um, Jeffy P says not exactly the merge. So I don't know. We'll 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 see where we go next week. Um, do you think Jonathan can win this game? Yeah, he's gonna have to be very careful. Uh, I've said it f- from the very beginning that like he is the perfect person to win this type of game, but the first person that everyone should get out of this game because he's going to be dangerous. I mean, I think he could do a Culpepper type situation where he's going to win every, oh, uh, uh, she's, uh, individual immunity, necro. individual immunity every week just to keep himself in the game. If he has to, and he can, if it comes down to it in certain yeah. ways, when the problem now is his tribe no longer needs him. Right. Yeah. 
um, because we're not playing a team game any longer. So, so we now we know of. We, we're assuming here. We don't know if it's just a maybe it's just a team swap. I mean, what if it's that? Not so much a merge, but a swap of teams. Yeah, That'd be interesting. Right, or like I said, blending three teams into two. Um, You're right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. So some, some mini merge. You go will. six and six, probably only for one week though, because you need it. Yeah. Because your jury needs to be eleven. Yeah. Um. Actually, we're getting close. That, to that. that wouldn't make the jury eleven though, because they were that that would make the jury eight. So it need the jury needs to be. You want the jury to be an odd number. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, something like that. Um, but no, I think I mean honestly, he is. He could do this. He could pull this off. But if anyone's paying attention, they should be the first one. Like people like High or Drea that have like these extra immunities and stuff. Like get that get that guy gone quick. Because uh, I mean, but Marianne did make a good point. He's like, even though she keeps like, oh, he too bad he's a shield. He's such a good shield. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> He's too big of a shield. Like, yeah, he Mike needs to be friends with him. Yeah. And yeah. and Mike could probably take his crew with him and go over there with him and Lindsay. But the problem with Jonathan is like there may be very few opportunities to take him out. Yep. So anytime you got a shot, you got to shoot your shot. Yep. That's why he needs to go find some idols. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, quick or final thoughts on Survivor before we do fancy for reality? No, I was like said before. Uh, really enjoying the season. Looking forward to next week. Um, see what, how this shakes out for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, it's been nice. Sorry to cut you off. It's been nice that we're not watching this in sequence with like three other challenge type shows. It's nice that this is the only challenge to show That's great. on right now. So I can fully pay attention to it. And like, I'm not, it makes you hungry for trying it. to. Yeah, yeah. I look forward to it for sure. Yeah. Um, fantasy for reality, fantasy, the numeral four reality.com, our partners and friends over there. Um, Will and I playing this season with former survivor producer, sometimes podcast guest and, and definite, definite friend of ours. Kenny Browder uh, and and Kenny's putting it to us in, in fantasy for reality. It is a pretty competitive week where all three of us scored the exact same number of points this week. That's absurd. And we, and all four of us, just like the real tribes or all three of us, just like the real tribes have four people going into next week. Wow. Which, it, this is very rare, very what, rare for this. Very weird. Um, but Kenny has 1,780 points on, on the strength of, uh, Drea, or actually, excuse me, uh, on the strength of the play of uh, Marianne, actually. Yeah. I'm in second place, 1,610 points on the strength of uh, Lindsay. And then you are in third, not out of it by any means, uh, though, with uh, with the likes of High, Drea, and Chanel on your team. But I'm calling bullshit. I lose 100 points because Jackson has to go home for a medical reason. That is bullshit. Those are the bullshit. Those are rules set forth by the founder, Eating. Mr. Mac Gray. I only score that. I only help. I'm, I'm only the official scorer over there. Sure, pal. Sure. But <laughs> uh, um, surprisingly, Jonathan not like at the top of the heap, uh, but 
I mean, it, this team's been safe every time, right? Well, I guess they've not every time. They've been to tribal a couple of times, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, which is which is fat, which is which is why I think I like this season so much is that it's not like one team dominating everything. Each team has lost people from each team. It's like a good rotation of each team kind of getting their 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 due. Yeah. Um, so it's been a very even even season so far, which is fun. So I I I know we're both making the rounds over on uh, on Bravo below deck uh, sailing yachts in season. Housewives of New Jersey's in season. Uh, one of your favorites, Top Chefs in season. I am admittedly way behind on that one. <laughs> um, and one of our favorites, and I, what might actually be the top show on Bravo these days, Summer House. Um, it's been really in, 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 enjoyable, I, I feel like. Um, we, we finally have gotten away from the, the Amanda Kyle thing that was really plaguing us early in the season, like every week. Do you feel the same way? Like it's it's nice that we've gotten away from that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, any any particular people, or couples, plot lines you're enjoying on Summer House? <sighs> I'll be honest. The season's kind of gotten stale on me because it's been a lot of just bitching about Lindsay and. Uh, uh, uh Ciara. Like I'm just kind of tired of this. Like over Austin, especially the last few episodes. I'm like, y'all are fighting over this guy that's literally just a fuck boy. And like he could give a shit about either one of you. And then like the guy, I, I'm getting tired the guy who we're assuming got kicked off a winter house. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. Um, I don't know. Colin Amanda thing is getting is also old, like, uh, wedding should we get married i'm like just let's get to the wedding i don't know this season hasn't sat well with me i don't i think it's because there's so much well i i think anger between some of them i think the reason season has not a fun way it hasn't sat well with you because the star of the season is someone i really like and you don't and Lindsay is the star of the season this season like Uh, honestly i'm okay with that yeah i'm I'm actually okay with that she's, she's winning she's having in her words the best summer of her life. Yeah, no, no, she's, <laughs> and that's fine. And honestly, that's fine. I mean, she, we needed somebody of her, of her caliber, I guess, on the show to kind of move it along. But uh, the fact that it's like this fighting that's going on, and she just kind of like, "Fuck you," and I'm not taking responsibility for anything. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. We don't. This has been like going on for a while now, and I'm just, I'm kind of past that. <laughs> I, I'm sure, I would like her to be considerate in some way, but also like, go do you, Lindsay. Like, just. Go have a good time. Summer house, hot, hot hub, summer, hot vac, summer, whatever it is. Yeah. And, um, I, I could do more with, I, I would love more Carl. Um, I I don't want to say he's not as interesting that he doesn't party anymore, but he's a little less involved. He's still very charismatic and actually quite funny. Uh, Oh yeah. So I, I wish there was a way to, to get more Carl Luke's not involved a whole lot this season either. No, he's not. He's actually been flying on the wall. And then also uh, what's his face? Alex has been MIA for like the last three weeks. Yeah. Well that at Lindsay's party, it's like Alex wasn't there, but then there was like, you 
could see him in the background of a couple shots. Was, yeah, they played it off like he wasn't there. Did they not want to pay him for the episode or what? Well, Bethany, Bethany even brought it up. She's like, "Oh, you know, Alex." She read somewhere, heard it from some, you know, podcast. Was like, "Oh, he's there. He's actually still there." Like yeah. y'all cut around him this much? Like this is amazing. I mean, he's horribly boring. Like we just know he eats yeah. a pound of but, for breakfast. But it's funny on all the Watchers Happens lives after the show. They all bring up Alex. They all love him. They're like, oh, he's great. Love him so much. Like, I'm like, wow. Because he's probably pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he kept it kept it easy for him. But um, I don't know. I haven't loved this season as much. I think it's just a lot of just bitterness and bitching. And it's like, eh. Like, I love Paige. Paige and even, but even Paige and Craig, I'm like, just just date each other, guys. This, is, this whole charade you're putting on. And like, oh, you know, you can't spoiler, see anybody. Spoiler alert. They do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what, what do you think of uh, Austin calling Andrea Andy? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't mind it, so I don't really care. But it's really funny. It's Andy Denver, <laughs> Andrea Denver. And yeah. why is your last name Denver? Well, I was a big fan, fan of, the of the Nuggets. nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where were the Nuggets? What year was this that you're watching the Nuggets? <laughs> big Carmelo Anthony fan. Yeah, big Melo fan. Yeah, yeah, back in the day. Um, but also, John Mayer was on watching Mountain's lives the other night. He and Andy are really tight. Yeah. And uh, John's like, hey, if you're such a big fan of the Nuggets, why don't you just go by Andy Nuggets? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's pretty that's, good. Was Andrea on with them? Yeah, yeah, he was on the show. Oh, I need to go watch that one. That was like this. It was this past week. I need to rewatch it. I only caught like very parts of it. John Mayer was very cool. I, I think John Mayer is fantastic. He's a great musician, but like fantastic, like personality when you see him in these things, because he just kind of just didn't give a fuck. It's kind of great. Yeah, um, very, very relaxed. Yeah, very, very, very. very. Take it. Just makes the ugliest faces when he sings. Hell yeah. There's a certain look for him for sure. <laughs> Your body is a wonderland, um, but uh, what? Any? Are you without going too deep? And are you enjoying Top Chef? I, I maybe a Top Chef's been good. It's been good uh, because I've had to watch him kind of sporadically because of how much busy I've been. Like it, I haven't been to like sit down and like truly like indulge it, but it's been good. I, it's cool. It's in Houston. There's some places and people that I've kind of picked out that I, I remember from either going to restaurants or whatever. So. It's been good. Um, the qual- I think the the talent. There's some really talented people there, and it's some. Uh, I think there's. Yeah, I think it's going to turn into probably a really good season uh, once you kind of scrape off some of the fat. But we're gonna honestly, I think the the, the the actual cast is so good that we're starting. We're already going to start getting rid of good people real soon here instead because there's not. Uh, too yeah, strong. there was too strong. It's just too many strong folks, but it's been good. Um, also, we we started watching Below Deck Australia, uh, Down Under. That, um, it's been actually really. It's been. I mean, like, what's that? Peacock. Is that Peacock. Yep. Um, I know you're. You can only handle so much Below Deck at one time, but uh, we can get we kick it enough. We're, uh, we need to watch more of it. Um, but it's been a good start to it. Uh, Asia's on I there. Get a below Deck rehab. <laughs> yeah, Asia <laughs> on there is a lot of fun. She's a cheap stew, so that's interesting. And Sorry. the captain is like, Sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand that name without it being. Aisha! Oh, hello! Um, but it's funny because there's like two American people there, and everyone else is from like South Africa or New Zealand or Australia. So so it's, it's, like, it's like every other season where there's two American people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the captain is Australian. Um, he's pretty much like 
uh, if like Arnold Schwarzenegger was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Captain Lee were <laughs> were, were, were captain. He's like this massive ripped dude uh, that it's younger than Captain Lee. So. The season with Lee that's been filming, Lee has to leave for some medical thing and Sandy replaces him. Ooh. Yeah. That's wow. interesting. I think uh, I think he comes back. Uh, this is all like word of mouth, like around in production. Got it. But, nice. But that, anyway, that's an interesting wrinkle, right? Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, Below Deck Sailing Yacht's also been good. Uh, it's a great. I think it's really. It's been a good cast, but yeah, yeah. So what? what one thought on Sailing Yacht. Is the Kelsey girl really on the show? <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Like she's never on. Are you caught up on it yet? I just I only lack this week's. Okay, we're gonna see more of her. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I've been wondering like, who is that girl? (laughs) She is she on the deck? What's her deal? She's never on the show. She's kind of in the kind of the we call wallpaper. I'm in the back. I could also do more chef. Like he's awesome. That guy's awesome. Yeah. Like I. I'd like more of his personality. How come none of the girls are trying to date him? Is he in a serious relationship? What's the story? Don't know anything. They all want Gary for some reason, which Bethany and her friends are always blown away. They're just like, why is Gary like the hot piece on the boat all the time? The what's his buddy's name? Ross? What's the what's the engineer? Colin? Colin? Colin's the guy. But he's he's always in a relationship, unfortunately. Like he's the good looking one. Yeah. Uh, And he's cool. He'd be yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, no, he'd be great. You'd be on the the up there for reality people hangs for sure. He also is a good like mini producer at times. <laughs> he kind of goes and asks the questions to the people. Hey, so did you hook up, hook up last night? And they're always like, Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I got to get back to doing real work here on this. Yeah, boat. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. On the sailing boat, there's not as many real <laughs> no. so the people on the show actually have to do real work. Yeah um hey can you go see if we scraped the bottom of the boat off when when english boy was on night watch tom yeah oh that was rough not a good look dude uh especially since you already vomited on the captain on night (laughs) (laughs) so bad Uh, anyhow um i i i will be back up to speed on my bravos soon uh between the final four and uh, four fantasy baseball drafts this week. Got a little behind oh on my Bravo, but hey, dedicated to Survivor. That's one of our core shows, so got to be got to be in the mix there. Um, so good to good to be back chatting with you, sir. Yeah, good to chat as well. Uh, before we go, you want to remind everybody where they can find us on the interwebs. Check out Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. Check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at IFellOver45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Spencer Kitley on the Twitter, at Fantasy4Reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And um, thanks for hanging out. And we'll see you next time. But for now, this tribe has spoken. Yeah.